So we can get started. Welcome everyone to our Thursday meditation. I'm Diana Winston, and I'm the Director of Mindfulness Education at the Mindful Awareness Research Center at UCLA. Happy to be here with all of you today. And we come together each week to practice mindfulness meditation. And mindfulness is about paying attention to our present moment experiences with openness and curiosity and a willingness to be with what is. So it's something that we can really train our mind to do, to stay in the present moment. Most of the time our minds are wandering all over the place, lost in the past, lost in the future, worrying about something that's coming up, planning for it, obsessing about it, replaying what happened in the past. And in this way, we often create a lot of stress for ourselves because our mind is so caught up in something and it's impacting our bodies and it's hard to let go and just be present. And that's where practices come in, practices that can train us to be more present so that we're not caught up in all this mental activity that often leads to suffering. Now, sometimes when I come, I like to talk about some of the research behind mindfulness. And there was a study, I'm a little late on this one, it came out about a month ago, but there was a very interesting study about the relationship between mindfulness meditation and compassion, and even altruism, actually, or morality. So there was this, so people are always interested, is mindfulness practice just an internal practice that makes us better, makes us less stressed out, it helps us with our emotional regulation, attention. But actually, often people wonder, is it impacting other people? Is it impacting our behavior in the world? And can it make people kinder? And this is the question that was the focus of this study. So what they did, this was done in the Boston area. They took about 50 people, um, or 40 people, 40, 50 people. They broke them into two groups. One group was going to learn mindfulness meditation, and the other group was uh, waitlist control. So that means they weren't getting any treatment. The group that the group went through eight weeks of learning to do what we're doing here with a lot more elaboration, obviously, over the course of eight weeks, and they all practiced meditation at home. At the end of the eight weeks, they were asked to come in to the offices of the scientists to have a review of their attention and how their emotional regulation is and so forth. But when they got in, there was the real study. And what was the real study? They had actors planted to test them out on different things. What they had were three chairs. The two chairs were were filled. And when the person came in, they sat in the third chair. The two people who were sitting in the chair were actors. And then another person comes in on crutches, obviously needing a chair. And so the question was, were the people who practiced mindfulness going to give up the chair more frequently or more easily? Or, or, or was it just kind of same as the average population? Like what was going to happen if people practiced meditation or didn't practice meditation? And this particular study has what's called the bystander effect. Bystander effect means that um, if you're in a situation and nobody is doing anything, you're much more likely not to do anything either. Okay. So anyway, they, they, um, t- they saw what happened, and what they found out was only, let me double check here, I think it was 16% of the people who did not practice meditation offered their seat to the person on crutches. 
And 50% of the people who practice meditation did offer their seat. So that's a third increase. So it's kind of depressing. It speaks to our lack of kindness in the general population. But if you meditate, there is some indication that, you'll, um, that it leads to more kindness. And they speculated why. Is it because these people were more attentive, because they were more aware? That might be one reason. Another speculation was that maybe people are just feel, they feel more connected. It's one of the outcomes, it seems, of meditation practice, is that we feel less isolated and more connected to each other, more of a sense of interdependence. And out of that, a natural sense of compassion flowed. So we're going to meditate today and see if you become more compassionate. We have a test for you when you leave the room. We'll see who gives up their chair. Actually, whoever gives up their chair when people try to get in. We're keeping track of you. No, we're just doing it. But you can, you can contemplate that as we practice, and I'll focus some on kindness and compassion in the meditation today. So let's begin our meditation. can settle into your posture, finding a comfortable, relaxed position. It can be helpful to have the back upright, but not rigid or tight. Feet on the floor. Hands resting wherever they're comfortable. Eyes can be closed, unless that doesn't feel comfortable to you, in which case you can keep them open, but mostly looking at someplace neutral or downwards. Take a few deep breaths. And as you inhale, bring fresh oxygen in. As you exhale, you might have a sense of letting go of anything that's troubling to you. And with each inhalation and exhalation, you can relax more deeply Feeling your body present on the chair. Might notice your feet on the floor and what that feels like. Notice your legs where they make contact with the chair. There's heaviness, pressure, feeling of touch, connection, there might be temperature. This first part of the meditation is intended to relax you, if possible, and also bring you into your body. Oftentimes we're in a very abstract realm, living in our minds, but our bodies, they're always in the present. 
can we come into the present through our bodies? You can feel your back against the chair. Notice your stomach area. Is your stomach tense or tight? Allow it to soften. You can always breathe into any area that you find tension. Have a sense of the breath moving to that area, allowing it to soften. And sometimes just by acknowledging that it's tense, immediately it softens on its own. And notice your hands, are your hands tense or tight? Let your hands be soft. Notice your arms, your shoulders. Allow your shoulders to soften, drop. Bring attention to your chest and then to your throat and neck. And then your face and facial muscles and eyes. Let everything be soft. And notice your full body present on the chair. At any point in the meditation, you can always return to body sensations to help you be more present. One of the sensations that's in our bodies is a sensation of breathing. So see if you can tune into that sensation of your body breathing. You might notice a flow of sensation through your torso or the movement of your body in a particular area like abdomen, rising and falling, expanding and contracting. or your chest rising and falling, expanding and contracting. Might sense your breath at your nostrils, tingling, temperature changes, flow of sensation. Choose one area to focus on. Abdomen, chest, or nostrils. Whichever is the easiest, the clearest, most interesting. If you can't decide, pick one. It doesn't matter.
See if you can attend to your breath, one breath at a time. The breath is useful because for most people it's neutral. You don't like it, you don't hate it, it just is. If for some reason the breath is not neutral to you, you can use something else as the main thing you attend to, like the sensations in your body or also the sounds in the room. The idea is to stay with our primary center of focus, our breathing, for most of us. Then our minds wander off. We get entranced by something, entangled. Thoughts come, they grab us. We get lost in them. After some time, we usually figure this out, that we're lost in these thoughts. At that point, it's useful to say a soft mental label like thinking or wandering. And then gently redirect your attention back to your breathing or your primary focus. Breath. Lost in thought. Realizing it, returning. Few more breaths, lost in thought, realizing, returning. Keep your breath natural, in and out through the nose. Try to bring some kindness to the experience of meditating. Just soften. Whatever is happening is okay. And if other things happen, like sounds or emotions, other sensations, we can include that too. We can be aware of that, acknowledge it, honor it, and then return to the simplicity of what we were doing one breath at a time, or one moment at a time. Let's practice together in silence for a while.
As you continue to meditate, you can check in and notice how we're feeling, noticing what's happening inside ourselves. We'll turn our attention to the kindness practice that we sometimes do here, the practice that deliberately cultivates states of kindness and compassion. Let yourself bring to mind someone you love. Someone when you think of them, you get happy. This could be a child, your best friend, a family member, or pet. Animals work really well. But just let that person or animal come to mind and notice what happens inside you as you bring them to mind. You might notice a sense of relaxation or spaciousness or warmth or a smile to your lips. This is a feeling of kindness and it's a sincere desire that another person or that ourselves will be happy. So as you have a sense of this person or loved one in front of you, we'll begin to use some words or phrases that you can repeat in your mind, and you can use my words or come up with your own. And these are words that can evoke this feeling further. May you be safe and protected from danger. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you be at ease. So as you say these words, or whatever words, you can have a sense of the kindness coming from you and reaching out to this loved one touching them, transforming them in some way. May you be safe and protected. May you be free from stress and anxiety. May you be joyful and at ease. And now imagine that this loved one turns around and begins to send it back to you. See if you can be on the receiving end. May you, meaning you, be safe and protected. They wish you. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you be at ease. Notice what's happening inside your body and mind as you wish these things. And you can begin to do a kind of cycle where as you inhale, you take in their kindness. As you exhale, you send it back out to them. 
taking it in, sending it out, using whatever words you feel drawn to. May we be safe and protected. May we be peaceful and at ease. May our suffering be alleviated. May we have joy. Notice how you're feeling. And choose one more person or set of people you want to send this to. Just letting it go out. Family members, friends, your colleagues, patients, clients, whatever it is, let them be on the receiving end. May you be safe and peaceful, happy, joyful. And then check into your own self and notice if this feeling of kindness is present. And if it is, really let it spread. Let it be here fully through you in your body, within you. If it's not present, and that's actually really normal for some people, they don't connect with it. If it's not present, notice what is present. Maybe nothing in particular, or maybe some other feeling. And you can say, for whatever it is I'm feeling, may I hold this too with kindness. For whatever it is I'm feeling right now, may I hold this too with kindness. Take one last moment to notice your body and mind. And then when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Nice to practice with all of you. So a couple of things. I like to offer a practice connected to what we're doing, so something you can take home. And my suggestion for this practice this week is random acts of kindness. You all know that, that phrase, right? But, but do something kind each day that you, that's kind of maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone or just it doesn't have to be a big deal at all. Like let someone in in the freeway when they want to get in front of you or something. You know, just try it and see what happens. We do it as a practice to explore with mindfulness what happens inside us when we do it. And notice how it makes you feel, okay? So we meet every uh, Thursday. And um, our, the center that I'm part of, the Mindful Awareness Research Center, offers classes, events, workshops, program. There's a day long coming up on um having more, I forget what it is, ease and balance. Uh, so it's a day of meditation. If you're interested in going deeper, that's this Saturday at UCLA. And all of the information about that and upcoming classes are on, is on a poster when you exit on the right. Every Tuesday, I'm at, the, uh, um, at, at UCLA teaching a longer version of what we do here with more content, discussion, exercises. So if you're interested, that's also on the 
It's Tuesday evenings at 7. It's called Weekly Community Practice. It's on the um, flyer. I will be in the hallway if you have any questions. And the galleries are free today, so enjoy them and have a great day.